Hey, how you doing? What's up? What's up? This is Lou Ford here, and it's time for Coffee in a Car Ride. I'm in my ride, I got my Java in hand, and I'm ready to cruise. So pour yourself a cup, jump in the passenger seat, and come for a ride. It's Coffee in a Car Ride. Hey, how you doing? This is uh, Lou Ford here. And back for second episode of Coffee in a Car Ride, my podcast where I basically drive around with a drinking coffee and ranting about the current events. This time around, I wanted to discuss a problem that I see that is developing in our nation and may lead to only one solution or may only lead to one consequence, and that is the growing polarization that's going on right now. What I mean by that is, is that I'm, from my observation, from what I'm seeing, I'm seeing that we as a nation, in terms of the two political parties, in terms of the political ideas that exist right now, we're not going to be able to really live together side by side, you know, conservatives and progressives. And I say that for several reasons. And I say that because, you know, how can I put this? There is increasing and increasing and increasing, you know, points of conflict and confrontation that are going on right now. There's, you know, with the protests, with Black Lives Matter, with Black Lives Matter, with, you know, Antifa, with the far-right groups and the neo-Nazi groups that are now sprouting up and making their presence really known and really kind of coming forefront and kind of being much more aggressive with how with their actions and their behavior as you know, unlike what they had really done before. I mean, their behavior and their actions were always aggressive, you know, and around, but it wasn't made as public. It wasn't, you know, glorified as much. There were there weren't as many, you know, confrontations between, you know, protesters and, you know, right-wing or racist or neo-Nazi groups, you know, white nationalists, as there are now. We don't have, you know, we haven't really had a a president who has kind of been as openly, you know, far-right in many instances, really in a long time as Trump has been. I mean, and the worst part is about this is, is that I don't see it, you know, any way going away. This isn't, you know, our president isn't some you know, fucking dude who, if he's voted out, is just going to take it, you know, is just going to accept it as is, concede, you know, with some, with integrity and some grace or whatever. He's already made it very fucking clear that he is not and probably will not accept the result of an election if, if by some case, he loses, if he wins, and of course he's always going to take this, you know, he's going to be like, I, you know, good evening, I want to say that I was tremendous, wonderful, I'm the most, I'm the most important and most successful president in the history of our country. I was magnificent, tremendous, fantastic. That's going to be his whole thing. If he loses, he's going to say that it's a conspiracy, it's a hoax, that... The right, you know, the the right wing, the radical left, has come in and has stolen, you know, the election from him. 
And the worst part about it is, is that just like as this continuing kind of fractured and polarization and void between each other as you know, as citizens in terms of our political ideas or whatever, as that has continued to grow, there is his base, there is that faction of people who will support the idea of him not leaving office, that are going to be more than willing to fight for it, going to be more than willing to do that kind of thing. And the question that we have then we have to ask ourselves is, is that if that happens, are we really going to be able to stay united as a nation? Are we really going to be able to live side by side? If, we, if your neighbor, somebody who believes that Trump should be president almost no matter what or, support, or supports the idea of him you know, not accepting the results of the election, if Biden wins or something like that, are we really going to be able to live side by side with something like that? Honestly, with what we've seen so far, you know, with, I hate to say this, in my opinion, Trump being a puppet of some, court, of some sort of Putin's, I mean, you know, to say it, he is kind of like Putin's bitch boy. You know, Putin is like, you know, you know, babushka. You know, jump. You know, when I see jump, you jump. You know, however high I tell you to. You know, you know, he's like pulling in my hands. You know, we have, you know, we have Trump, who's just like, you know, a complete and utter puppet for for Russia, and how already has been, he already has been proven. You know, it's, you know, there has been, recently there has been. A Republican-led Senate fucking committee, intelligence committee, that has said that Trump's campaign actively worked with Russian intelligence and all that in order to get in the way and to rig, basically, the election in favor of Trump. This is what we have. We know, even though Trump himself may not have been directly involved, we know now. And a Republican-led intelligence committee has said so, and the Senate has said so. Members of his own party have said so. That Trump's campaign and his campaign members were working with the Russians. And his base still is willing to accept him as it as. You know, president, and still saying that it's a hoax. This is what we have to live with. And again, here's somebody who is not going to accept the results of a fucking election. If Biden wins, he's not going to take it. Like the the was a, the left has gone against America, tearing it apart. They've stolen the election away from me. It's going to be that type of bullshit. And excuse me, my Trump impersonation kind of sucks. But the point is, is that it's, you know, it's not going to happen. How, I hate to say this, but how are we going to be able to live together side by side with the growing infractions, with the constant, you know, with protesters and alt-right groups and militias going at each other? When you have armed militia members deciding to patrol the streets of the city and you have police officers you know, basically supporting them, giving them water, giving them food, giving them things like that, or, you know, out of, uh, you know, basically out of, you know, thanks for them, you know, participating in, in, you know, in basically patrolling and protecting the, you know, the neighborhoods and all that. And, you know, you have the, you know, you have people being shot and you have two factions, you know, and you have the two factions going against each other. And this continues and it continues to grow and it continues to grow and continues to grow. How are we going to live together? We're not. 
this the reality of this may be, and this is the conclusion or you know of this whole fucking presentation here, is that political separatism may be the only way. Maybe separation between the two parties, complete and utter separation between the two parties, maybe be the only way to conser- to in order to save the integrity that is our nation. And maybe that sounds wrong, maybe that sounds crazy, I don't know. But that's what it seems to be. It seems to be that as the days go by, things get worse and worse and worse, and it becomes harder for us to live together as neighbors, to be united, to be able to accept each other. This, this shit has already caused families to break up and all kinds of problems. You know, people to stop talking to each other, parents to stop talking to children, children to stop talking to their siblings, friends, neighbors to completely and totally dis, you know, disconnect and disembark and all that and not talk to each other anymore. How are we going to live together if come November... With a president who's already trying to rig the election, has already had campaign members who have already rigged the election in his favor with a foreign fucking power. How are we going how how are we gonna how are we gonna you know uh deal with how are we gonna you know look at this and be able to accept the fact that this is what this is this is our reality that, okay, we should accept it. I should give you a fucking hug, even though you support Trump and even though you think that he should never leave fucking office. And in some cases may even be willing to fight, you know, to fight for that. How are we supposed to live together? I really don't know. So with that being said, this is another episode of, this concludes another episode of Coffee in a Car Ride here. Thank you for listening. You know, subscribe, you know, comment and all that. You know, let me know what you think. Uh, I appreciate those who do, who, those who have listened, listening. And, you know, also check out my blog, The White Bicycle Review, as well, for other, you know, political argue, argue, you know, uh, articles, you know, and, you know, humor and this, that, and the other. And uh, until next time, you know, peace. This is Lou Ford. Coffee and a Car Ride is brought to you by Anchor, the app that makes creating and distributing a podcast easy. And also by, of course, coffee. So, uh, thanks for listening and all that. You know, uh, like, subscribe, you know, comment, whatever. And also, don't forget to uh, check out my blog, White Bicycle Review. Is whitebicyclereview.blogspot.com. Check that out, you know, to get more, to get some articles about politics and uh, you know other issue, other current issues and all that. You know, check it out. And thank you again. Until next time, move forward.